this is Witch Dragon, and this is the One Drunk Ho Podcast. I hope everyone's doing well, everyone's doing good. Where do I begin? Because there's a few things I want to talk about. But, the main event of this show is going to be about boundaries. We'll go into that in a little bit. But I hope everyone's having a good weekend, everyone's having a good week, and... Now that we got that settled, we're going to go into some, as I like to say, appetizers, if you will. Okay. So, I don't know if I have anything to review quite yet, because, as you know, we do reviews either on wine, liquor, well, CBD if I ever try it, and then we go from there. But I'm, or books, you know, it doesn't have to be anything alcohol or food related, of course. But, you know, again, just to give you an example of what I do review at times. If you would like to send me things to review, or send me samples, be it books, although I do prefer magic and occult books, just to keep that in mind, or PDFs, or so on, please email me at psiwork101 at yahoo.com. Now, if you also would like to donate to the show, which obviously no one has to, Times is tough. Let, let's be blunt. They are. And they're probably not going to get any better financially for a minute. At least, not entirely. So, I understand. You gotta do what you gotta do for your money for yourself first and foremost. However, I'm also, you know, not afraid to ask. Because what I would be using that money for, just in case anyone would be wondering, is to buy products for me to review, which would go for tarot cards, oracle cards, or any other divination devices, or things that I would be reviewing for the shop, just in case you're wondering what I would do with the money, which you have every right to ask, especially if it is a donation. Now, all that being said, better still, and that would be still for the same email. Now, all that being said, what I would also use that money for, just in case anyone were wondering, would be for such items that goes right into the show. Just to let you know. Now, but again, or, I'm sorry, sometimes I, my brain has too many things to say and I don't do it in the right order, so please forgive me. Now, I also give readings, as some may or may not know. I either give tarot, oracle, or any other type of reading, like war readings, you get the idea. And my PayPal would be used for the same email, and you can contact me to book a reading. So again, it's pretty much all one email, it's the point I'm trying to make to make a drawn-out story short. P-S-I-W-O-R-K-1-0-1 at yahoo.com. Again. Contact me to book a reading, or to use that to donate to the show with PayPal, or to send me samples, of course, or to get my address to send me samples if it's by regular mail. Again, obviously everyone knows they don't have to, nor should anyone feel obligated. Just listening and sharing the show, and being part of the and being part of the show, or at least listening, is also just enough. So, I still want to thank everyone. Who, who does that? That means the world to me. 
that being said, let's go on with the first part of the show, because I know I made that a PSA <laughs> e-pegging part of the show, but I promise that's probably going to be the first time I'm in last time today that I mentioned it. But again, you do what you gotta do in life, right? Okay. So, all that being said, I saw Black Adam the other day with the family, and I do get where the criticisms are coming from. I do. I'm not going to act like I don't, because there was one particular part that I'm like, what? me? Really? Okay, I guess. I guess. But... But then again, I didn't also go into the movie expecting perfection. Frankly, when it comes to DC and Marvel or stuff I like, I don't really go in with any expectations. So that kind of helps. And, well, yeah. It just helps that I don't. But, <laughs> I still love the movie. I'm sorry, yes, looking at The Rock is hot. I and mean, don't get me wrong. Or Dwayne Johnson, I guess he used his given name, I guess, whatever, I don't know. Which is not a bad thing. I mean, I guess it makes more sense. Whatever. Do you, boo. But, like I said, he is, he was nice to look at. I'm not gonna lie. Of course, Pierce Brosnan was really nice to look at, but of course, I remember him from Okay. I remember him from watching reruns of Red Team Steel. I don't think I really watched the show when it was originally on. No, I think it was, it was reruns. It had to Anyway, it doesn't matter. He was hot then, he's hot now. And I said it, and I mean it. Okay. <laughs> Let me stop being dramatic here. But, okay, there's a lot of hot actors. Okay, fine. Let, let me just move on. But, I did like the story. I did. You know, and the action to shoot him up and blah, blah, blah. I, I, it, it, you know, yes, of course you expect it in a movie like that. that that's not my problem. I mean... When we're going to a movie like that, we're not expecting to see love and peace completely and all this sunshine and rainbows and love and light. Of course not. Please. I mean, there's a time and a place for that, but I ain't expecting that mess. But I enjoyed the movie. I actually think I loved it. Or at least, life is so much felt like loving it. I mean, either way you can think. So, there's that. But it really, I, I know, I keep saying it a lot. But I really do love the costume, the designs, the the backstory a little bit. I mean, I'm sure they make difference. It's a comic book, so you know they're going to take liberty. But it really was a nice movie. I really enjoyed it. So I really got to give it two thunderbolts up, y'all. I really do. Okay. So there's that. Now... I do want to see Wakanda Forever or Black Panther Wakanda Forever, however the movie is. I really do. But, oh God. I know certain things what to expect, because on this one, I I know I said five seconds ago that I usually don't have expectations when it comes to Marvel and DC movies, or any comic book movie, but it's usually Marvel and DC, if I had to be honest. I don't, and normally I wouldn't, but since... Well, unfortunately, Mr. Bozeman is deceased, so 
on this one, I'm gonna have some expectations. I don't know what they are, but there's some. I'm hoping it's good, because, I mean, yes, I I have read Black Panther comics, not all, but, you know, usually I get them from the graphic novels to read to the kids. But, I don't know. So I don't think he died. I mean, he probably has died once before, I think. I haven't get to any of those parts of the comics yet, maybe. And I know Shuri has been the Black Panther in the comics, so it's not like it's not in there, but I don't know what to expect, to be blunt. I don't. And God knows I hear some YouTube videos talking about, oh, women can't do this, and now I'm like, please. In my mind, I'm saying please. Yes, there's always going to be biological differences on some parts. And in some parts, those differences can be an advantage. It's, it's all in how you use it. You know, I think if one's trained well, especially in the Marines and the Army and so on, I know someone who could probably take most of us down. Okay, so hush, is what I feel like saying. But that's just my opinion. But you know, everyone's just had their opinion. Ah, yes. No, no, it's true. I'm just being mean. <laughs> but I don't want to. I don't know. But I am interested really in how Namor is in the movie because they really changed that, in my opinion, way too much. Now, of course, if it's good, then, you know, I'm going to roll with it and just think of it as an alternate world and keep it pushing. Because people are going to do whatever the hell they want. And honestly, at this point, I just can't keep getting angry about it because it sucks that they make changes like that. I mean, certain changes, yes, I know they're going to make a movie. I get all that. Most of us get all that. But it's like, are you kidding me? Really? I know it must be a distribution thing or a rights thing. I don't, we're not going to go into there because I, I don't know enough about that. I don't work in that field. I'm just talking to you as a fan. Okay. But I'm just going to say, you know, name more than Okay. Anyway, I said it. And I mean it. And I'm not going to apologize for it either. If everyone else gets to have an opinion in this world, as they should have the right to, so do I. But anyway, I do. I am curious. But although the guy playing him looks hot too, so I guess that helps. But oddly enough, I have watched the old school cartoons on YouTube on Namor. Actually, pretty well written. I mean, back in the day for the 50s and the 60s. So, pretty well done. Pretty well done. Believe it or not, because I actually like it. And even the cartoons in the 90s with Namor, you know, if anyone's ever seen the 90s cartoon, The Fantastic Four, he was pretty well done. At least I thought he was. The little wings on his, on his ankles or feet make him look so cute. Anyway, okay, let me stop. People might think I think he's real or something. I wish. Oh, God. Let me... Okay. Okay. But you get what I'm saying. I mean, I'm getting a little carried away. But sometimes on the show, you know I do. Or you will. Anyway. I digress. I digress. Here's my thing. I am open to the movie. I do want to see it. I just don't want to see it right now. I'm going to wait in December for some of the hype to die down. 
just so I can, you know, because the one 3DR I go to, I mean, they raised their prices a little bit to $10. I know. It's not that bad because it's more like a smaller theater, so they can have, it's still cheaper than going to pay $5, $15, dollars for a movie, fuck all that. At least this way I can still see the movie for $10 and get snacks at a reasonable price. Yes, their snacks are reasonable. I mean, it could be, but I like this, it could be a lot worse. So, compared to how it could be, it's worse. You know, but I am going to say this before we move off, because I know I'm just staying on this topic probably way too much for everybody. But, as you well know, I do tend to well. Or you will know. Part of my charm, I guess. I don't know. I, part of me wishes I lived in an era where you could pay a nickel or a quarter or a dime or a dollar to see a theater go to a movie or see a double feature. Although, then again, if we think we're oppressed today, imagine how people were oppressed back in the day when you can only when you only had to pay a dime or a nickel or a dollar to see a movie. You know, I'll say this and I'll say this again. As much as we have problems today in this world, and I'm not saying we don't, we do. Let's be serious. We do. Whether exaggerated or not, they're there. I don't think I'd ever want to live in the 50s or 40s. I just, I just wouldn't. I mean, I'm sure they had their good times. I hope so. My God. Can't all be Anyway. I guess what I'm saying is, to make a drawn-out story short, because I do make long stories. I admit I do. I guess every timeline, every time frame, every time decade, whatever, has its good points and its bad points. I'll just say it like that. But I also will say, as annoyed as I am living in this decade and this time, it does have its points. So I guess it's that old facts of life song. You take the good, you take the bad. Well, I'm going to take the good, I'm going to take the bad. And no, I won't sing the facts of life song. I will not torture you all that much by doing the facts of life. Although, I will say, on a side note, real quick and real quick only, that when they did the whole live acting of a Facts of Life episode, you know, when Jennifer Anderson was in it, and the original Blair was singing, I did think she had a great voice, if that was really her singing, which it probably was. I always love Leslie. You know, I always wanted to be Blair in some ways. I don't know about living in a boarding school part, but Blair part, Anyway, I digress. Okay. I'm sorry. I, anyway. I did like to... I don't know. I guess if someone asked me real quick, and I'm probably going to move off of this, if I like different strokes more or facts of life more. Aspects, I like different strokes. Because that was the first show, right? And I miss Miss Garrett on that show. On the other hand... There are parts of me that relate to the facts of life, even though I was watching reruns. I wasn't watching originally. None of this I watched originally on TV. But I guess if I had to pick what I liked a little bit more, I like the facts of life. Yeah, we'll go with that. Okay, I'm, I rambled on about television and fiction and comic books and 70s and 80s sitcoms. Enough. Okay, 
let's get to the main event because oh my god, if I don't cut this mess out, we'll be here all week. Me jibber jabbering, lollygagging your ears off. People got mugs. <laughs> I, I do know that, y'all. Okay. So, in case anyone doesn't know who I am, which I do not, I'm sorry, that sounds so cocky and so rude. I'm so sorry. But, for those of you who do not know, my name is Witch Dragon, and I am the host of the One Drunk Hope Podcast. Hello. Hopefully, I was able to make up for, for sounding cocky five seconds ago. I, I do Anyway, so today's show is going to be about be about boundaries. Today's show is on boundaries. Now. When I say boundaries, oh, when most people talk about boundaries, well, what what do we mean by that? That's a good question, actually. Boundaries mean a lot of things. I mean, I'm sure most people would think of boundaries or borders, like when we have boundaries or borders when it comes to different countries or even different states. Well, you get what I'm saying. They have certain things that let you, hey, welcome to, in my case, New Jersey, or welcome to Connecticut. So I guess it's kind of a boundary. Or at least it's a sign letting you know you're going into another state. I guess that's a boundary. Maybe not in a traditional sense, but maybe it is. But for sure other countries, like how people are trying to keep, you know, we have border patrols. Harder for people to immigrate to the country, I guess. I don't know. That's not what the show's about. Let's make a point. You know. So we have boundaries or borders for that, right? And so, but not quite where I'm going, but partially where I'm going. But when I mean boundaries, I mean your personal boundaries, your personal space, your what you're comfortable with, what you're not comfortable with, what you're willing to do, what you're not willing to do. You know, that's what I mean by boundaries. I probably should have said that, but again, I like to make a long ass story long, or a short story long. I know, it's sad sometimes, but we all got things about us, right? Okay. So, basically that's what I mean by boundaries. Now, of course I'm going to have to use myself as an example. And then we'll trickle. It's going to be trickling somewhere, y'all. So. I need a mint julep. Not that I know what that really is or never had one, but I would like one. Actually, I need a Cosmo right now. But anyway, I digress. Okay. So, going back to boundaries for a second. Or, definitely, of course. Now, on both sides, I've had this happen. I've made mistakes with other people's boundaries. For the most part, not intentionally, but I have. If I have to be honest, I have to be honest. So yes, I've made mistakes. And then people have definitely made mistakes to me towards my boundaries. So unfortunately, it has gone both ways. I can't say I've ever 100% I've ever been 100% great at it, and I'm still working on it. Don't get me wrong. I intend to get better at that, but 
I often need to get, be get better at setting boundaries with me also. So it's, it's a give and take. So, let me give an example of where I, where I effed up with something. Okay. I can talk about other people, I have to talk about myself, put myself on the carpet, y'all, so. Put myself on the carpet, here we go. Okay. After what happened to me when I was kidnapped thanks to CPS and, you know, particular worker and all that. And I lived with someone I thought was my father. He's a different relative, but anyway, that that part of the story doesn't necessarily matter right now. I mean, I could always go into that another day, maybe. Depends how I feel about that. But whatever. And he had my, who I thought was my sister, but really my, well, one of your younger niece. Anyway, again, it doesn't really matter. But let's just say from here on out relatives. Okay. Anyway, so an idiot niece of mine, she is an idiot, in my opinion, she had her friend living there. Now, between me, you, and maybe the whole world, why her mother would allow her, I think she was 15, 16 at the time. I mean, it's kind of borderline. I'm not going to mention her name, so, you know, there's that. But I will give her her confidentiality on that one because, you know, there's no need to mention her name, obviously. But she was living there with them before I got there. And I pretty much stayed there indefinitely until I found a way to rescue myself and come back to New Jersey. Anyway, but keeping along in that story. Now, why her mother would allow her to live there, I don't know. There must have been some problems there. And, of course, I've been talking with my brother about it recently. It's like, why would her mother allow her to live with Even, you know, my niece, you know, and her father, which is lascivious at best. Why would she allow that? Why couldn't she live with family on her mother's side or her father? And I was thinking, where is this girl's You know, again, questions are running through my mind. Looking back, I didn't think much about it because I was barely, I wasn't really an adult, 17 going on 18, so not a little kid, but you know, I was a kid, a teenager really. Well, I guess teenager, anyway, but yeah, yeah. Not, certainly not an adult at that point, not yet. Regardless, where was people that she could live with that, you know, I would hope love her and would want to take care of her? Stuff like that. That never sat well with me. Now looking back as a fully grown adult. Now, suffice to say, moving forward, because I don't think I'll ever get the answer to those questions, and I don't think it's really not my business, I suppose, but it does make you wonder. You know, and again, sometimes ones can live with their friend. You know, no, put it like this. Let me make this quick disclaimer before I go on. It's not always bad if someone lives with their friend's family. I'm not saying that. Sometimes it's the friends can be better than biological family anyway. I'm not saying that. Of course, in certain situations, it could be better. I'm not saying that. Of course it can be. But knowing that brother... Well, now I know it's my brother. Long story again. I might go into that. I might not. Um, knowing how his history was, I don't know what any parent who had any sense would let any kid that isn't related to him live there. That's what I mean. Again, if you're a different person, it would be a different story. And it probably wouldn't matter. But knowing how he is, 
that's where the problem is. So that's why I have to question. Not that I should or have a right to question, I suppose, but I have to kind of question her mother's judgment on that. I don't think being in a foster home would be better for her either, unfortunately. I don't think she would have to fuck anymore. Yes, that is. But regardless, it is what it is. And I say that because nothing can be done about it now. Nothing was done about it then. And that's the sad part. Anyway. I think I gave as much content as I can right now. Because I know I'm not really giving the full story about certain aspects. And that is deliberate. Maybe one day I'll go into it. Maybe one day I will. Probably know me. I will go into it one day possibly. Today. Today. Anyway. So suffice to say. I got to know the girl. to know the girl and she told me what's this tush was and I'm gonna say allegedly because I don't know who the hell knows allegedly was doing things allegedly and all of you are smart so I'll let you figure out what I'm saying do I know if it's true I don't know honestly could I believe it in his case yes but believing it is not facts it's an opinion and we all know what opinions versus facts are. At least I, I know all of you are smart, so... And I didn't mean that in a sarcastic way. I promise you I didn't. Sometimes my voice sounds sarcastic, so I'm sorry about that. But no. But again, my opinion, I think anything's possible. But that doesn't make it a fact. It is alleged. Unfortunately, I don't know. If it happened or not. Unfortunately, because I was desperate to get away from the what for my own reasons and I wanted to come back to New Jersey and I should have never been put in that state of Texas anyway yeah I'll say that. that part doesn't matter Texas is huge so no, I don't think Texas can sue me for mentioning that um I'll even say the area the Houston area but again I wanted to get away from it for my own reasons reasons, but nonetheless. How, but this is where I was wrong. No. It doesn't get any easier admitting it, but I'm going to put people on the carpet. I put myself on the carpet, so. Putting myself on the carpet. I was wrong to use the information of blackmail. Unsuccessfully, of course. But I was wrong. I shouldn't have done that. I should have went to the police about it. Yeah, I should have done that. Whatever they did or didn't do, I should have gone to the police. Yes, I should have. Point blank, period. I shouldn't have tried, un, let me repeat, unsuccessfully to blackmail and wanted to get away from them. And it caused a whole bunch of problems, obviously. Yeah, not yelling at you, of course. Um, that's where I was wrong. Not for report. Not if I went to go report. No, I was right. I would have been right for that completely. I should have done that. Obviously. Again, it's real easy for me to, you know, look back 20-something years later. Almost, well, it's 1996. Yeah, but yeah, 97. It's not quite 30 years, but, you know, two decades plus, pretty much. Yes. I do regret. I'll always regret that. I wish I went to the authorities. I wish I told an adult who actually would have been not a sock puppet, but an adult who's actually useful and go to the cops about it. 
course I regret that. I will always regret that. And it's horrible. Now, and of course, not to make... Not to make excuses, because I can't. Even though I was desperate to get away from an emotionally abusive, financially abusive, you name it, person, wasn't physically abusive. I have to say that, but I still shouldn't have done that. Not at her expense. Not at her expense. I was wrong. My reasons may have been right. Maybe. At least to get away from her, right? But the way I went about it was horrible. I, I am aware of that. I can't undo that, unfortunately. I really don't think I can make up for it either. I know that. I think it's going to have to be something I... I regret. I don't regret much of my life, the good, the bad, the ugly, but I do regret that. Maybe not so much for her, 100%, but just because that's not right to do to anybody. Although, as my brother did point out, because, you know, you know, let's look at that. Knowing how she knew how you felt about him, and so on, why would she tell you, of all people? That doesn't absolve me of anything I did, of course. But... They did make an interesting point. Why don't you tell you, knowing you hate him, you're trying to get away from yourself? It's a point he made. It doesn't absolve me of anything. Let me repeat that. It doesn't. I'm still wrong. Now, again, if I did go to the proper authorities, but proper authorities compared to what would have been, yeah, that would have been fine. Unfortunately, I didn't. And it made everything a lot worse for all of us. I don't think, and rightfully so, she ever really forgave me for that, which I understand. I'm not saying she should. If I was her, I wouldn't. So, I completely understand that. It's valid. It's justified. I wouldn't forgive me for that. But I can't undo it. I did it. Again, even my reasons were at least understandable. It still doesn't make it right. And I am aware of that. But I also, I guess, realize I have to learn to let that go. Because I can't do it. And luckily, soon after she left anyway. Thank God. For her. Of course, then again, which isn't so debatable. She was dating a guy at the time that was 35. So. Doesn't absolve me what I did. Let me make sure I made that clear. But. I don't know. It's a whole bunch of mess with her. That had been going on long before I ever got there. And then somehow she ended up living with her mother briefly. And and why George was talking to her when Alexandra... I'll mention her name just because I already did it. You know, wasn't even living with, with him or me at the time. So why would he hang out with his daughter's friend? I don't know. And had me go up to the house. And, and I guess her mother's... I don't know. That, that's a whole other mess. Whatever. It's never... To make a drawn-out story sure, because I'm making this scenario way too long, but then again, maybe I'm not. Boundaries across the board were crossed. You know what? We're going to roll with this. Because the point is, I was wrong. Whatever my reasons were, they're wrong. I understand that. But I also have to realize I can't change it. And I wish I could. 
know how desperate I was. Yes, I was wrong. Point blank period. However, if he did do it, allegedly, he was wrong for doing it too. And wherever her people were at, I don't know. Not a judgment per se, but definitely a question. Obviously, an, an answer to that question I should know because that's not my business. And then again, why would you tell me knowing I was trying to get away from it, I was willing to do anything to do it. So, and plus, she, again, when I say this, please understand that it still doesn't absolve me of anything I did, but there's still some questions my brother did ask, like, why was she inserting herself in you and, well, we'll call him fat ass, because that's usually what I call him anyway, and you and fat ass's issues with each other. Why was she inserting herself into that? Doesn't absolve me of anything I did. It will never absolve me of anything I did. But, it's, as I'm coming around, it's not all just my fault all the time, or me crossing boundaries. But people cross boundaries too. Everyone's crossing boundaries, that's the problem. Fatty was crossing boundaries, telling her things that I said. And he was supposed to be the adult in that situation, and I'm using quotation marks, adult. Why would you tell her what I said? We weren't family, because I didn't know her like that. She wasn't. She might have been my nieces, or, you know, at the time of sister's friend. I'll just say niece for now, because that's where it is. That was her friend. I didn't know the little heifer. I shouldn't call her. I didn't know the girl. That, that's not her. I, I didn't know the girl. So we weren't family. And then there's some boundaries with a grown man dating her when she was 15. Again, let me reiterate. Doesn't absolve me of what I did. It doesn't. But at the same time, no, I say but in the sense of, no, it doesn't absolve me, point blank, period. And however, outside of that, it doesn't absolve him from dating a 15-year-old either. And if Fatty did anything with her, it doesn't absolve him either. It doesn't absolve anyone of anything. We all have our things we're responsible for sometimes. That's what I mean. You get the idea. It's like I shouldn't have been mentally, verbally, and financially abused. I wasn't physically, thank God. But, you know, there's that. That boundary was never crossed, thank goodness. Anyway, we'll leave it at that. And then also, well, I already mentioned her name, so it doesn't matter. But, I'm not gonna mention anything else. But Alexandra, she was a year younger than me, keep in mind. And she was allowed to leave whenever the hell she wanted. And yet I'm being treated much younger than my actual age. I was 17 going on 18 at the time. And she was 16 going on 17. And yet she was allowed to live with whoever or whomever. And leave the house. And hang out with grown men. His other daughters who got married. Well, this I don't have to say alleged because... <laughs> you can look it up in, in Harris County. You know, if I ever actually gave one, well, I can't get the names here. This I don't have to say alleged on 100% because it already happened and some of their children are genetic proof of their early marriages. So, of his other daughters with his first wife. That's some boundaries right there being crossed. Grown men again dating. Well, the one niece was 12, well, much older niece, was 12 at the time she got married and got pregnant. He actually had to sign consent for so again, that's boundaries right there being crossed. The other one was 16, at least closer to being an adult. 
compared to someone who's 12. And the other one just lived with somebody for years and had kids, so. There is a point to this, I'm trying to say. And in and of itself, those are boundaries that were crossed. So bringing it back to the main things, I know I'm giving way too much character reference to Fatty, but I'm making a point. He was breaking boundaries, not just with me, but beyond me. He was making breaking boundaries with his own kids, which are lascivious at best. And also boundaries by telling, you know, what's her name, the young girl, what I said. That's boundaries right there. And then I was doing boundaries by not reporting it, but trying to use the blackmail. Again, I'm dead wrong for that. I think I, co- I think we all know I covered that. I know I'm wrong. You know I'm wrong. I can't undo that. I wish I could. I can't. I'm never going to be able to do that or make it right, really. All I can do is hopefully learn from it and be a better person. And know that no matter how abused I was, I shouldn't have done that. So yes, I'm fully aware of that. And unfortunately, and fortunately, it took me a lot of years to realize all of that. And also realize that not everything that happened was my fault. But I do play a part, unfortunately. And I have to admit that. So admitting it, here we are. Okay. I think we talked about that example a little too much, but at the same time, I think it needed to be said on all fronts. Keep in mind, I don't necessarily want to be her little friend at this point. I don't think we should be near each other. And she wasn't actually all that great to me either. But it doesn't absolve me of accusing anything. So, moving on. Now, other less lascivious examples of people breaking my boundaries is not being respectful and getting back to me in messages. Now, I'm not saying get back to me five minutes later. See, people assume I mean that. Understandably, because I can be a little high-strung. I'm sure some people have noticed. Okay, I can be a lot high-strung. No, I mean at least a week, at least a month later, get back to me something. Not just look at my messages, but say on Facebook, and just never get back to me. I think that's just rude. Again, I know people have lives. People have problems of their own. They have their own mess to deal with. I do understand that. But... At least get back to me at some point in your life. But then again, I guess no one's obligated to do that either. And, you know, I get it. Of course not, but, you know, politeness and common courtesy would be nice, even if you don't have to. No one has to do anything for the most part. Except death and taxes. Even taxes won't get out of it. But death, you can't get out of it. I'm just saying. But it would be nice. Or, I'll even give a better example breaking my boundaries in the past. Again, certainly not as lascivious as what I mentioned before. Like when people squatted or stayed in my house, they weren't respecting my boundaries or my space. And I admit I could have found a, maybe say the same things, but say it a little calmer and not let my anger get the best of me and told them what the tea is and remind him this is still my home. And also, if you're going to pay me, pay me. 
that's not respecting my boundaries. That's breaking. But really, the real crutch of it, crutch, crutch of it all, if I can pronounce that word, I don't know, probably not, is not respecting my space in general is really the biggest problem. And of course, me learning how to express that better is where I was wrong. Not so much what I said, but how I said it. So that's where all of us were wrong. Again, different people, by the way, at this point. Just to let everyone know. So that's that's only some examples of how people broke my boundaries. And I'll, and I'll just give one more example so you know where I'm coming from when it means the boundaries. And they're not it's not just stuff like that, but you get the idea. Now, when I used to work at the pet store, I don't know if I should mention your name or not, because I think they went out of business. Nah, I just won't mention it. When I used to work at this pet store in the mall where I lived years ago, oh, God. I, I, I don't know if I want to say I regret taking the job or even doing the job. I'm glad for the sales experience experience are probably good too. I don't even realize what I don't want to do in life. So for that, yes. Period. We're good. You know, but this one person, I, I don't want to mention her name because she didn't do nothing to me at this point. I think we made it up. I don't know if she listened to anything I'm on, but you never know. But anyway, nonetheless, me and this individual, to make a drawn story short, because I know I make like to make long stories. She was telling me or asking me to do something in it was just finally getting to me where to, it probably wouldn't have otherwise and I I don't regret what I said to her but I regret yelling at her saying it and listen I don't care what sex you are or what gender no one should be yelling at anybody so I just say I'm wrong regardless if it was another male I would be wrong it doesn't matter I don't care about your gender no, 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 no. I don't care about that but I was still wrong and then I had my coworker or whatever the fuck she was and she was right to tell me, don't yell at me, blah, blah, blah. And she is right. She was right. Let's say that. So both boundaries were crossed. She was crossing her boundaries with me, and I was crossing my boundaries with her. That's where we're both equally wrong for different reasons. So I calmed down. I really should have quit that night. Not because of her particularly, but just because I hated being there. And I should have bounced. Oh, my God, that job was so horrible. Anyway, moving on, moving on. Before I ramble on about that for half an hour. That could be his own show. But I calmed down and I told her, well, I mean, I said it much nicer than that. I really didn't. And let's say I did. Because it's been 12 years, so I'm going to assume I did. Now, and I told her, and again, I think I've told this story before. Who knows? Probably knowing me, it's been 12 years almost, so yeah. No, that's only 13 years. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But 12 years now. Or at the time of the show, it's 12 years. Regardless. I I wanted to make it clear. I wasn't sorry for what I said to her. And don't ask me what I said, because I, I don't 100% remember it anymore. Again, it's been 12 years. <laughs> but I did tell her. I wasn't sorry for what I said to her. I meant it more now than I did five minutes I said it to her. Yes, I'm not the greatest at lying to people. Not that I can't lie, I'm just really bad. I think I'm a long line liar, but I'd be better. No, I'm horrible. Anyway, moving on. So I said to her, this part I remember. 
Don't ask me what I said to her 12 years later. But, you know, I said, I'm not sorry for what I said to you. I meant what I said to you. I mean it more now than I did five minutes ago. And, of course, today, I mean it more now than I did 12 years ago. I'm saying it to y'all now, not to her, <laughs> And, but I am sorry for how I said it. I wanted to make sure she knew I wasn't sorry for what I said to her. I meant what I said to her. And I meant it more after the fact. So, I wanted to make sure she knew what I was apologizing for. I wasn't sorry for saying I was sorry for how I said it. And she said, I'm sorry as well. I should, I could have said what I said to you better as well. She didn't say, she said some version. She actually apologized what she said, but whatever. So we both made up and I guess we were fine. But truthfully, looking back at it, we both were wrong in breaking boundaries, professional boundaries at that, but whatever. Then again, that sort of really wasn't all that professional anyway. So, and I wonder if it really was. Well, I don't, we're not even going to go there because I don't have any proof directly. Although when you see dogs in big metal trucks and cages, you have to wonder. And it comes from Sunnybrook Farm. But anyway, allegedly, that I have no proof. I don't. That's just seeing what I saw in my two eyes. And again, as we all know, sometimes memories degrade over decades. So, don't mean nothing. I have no proof. I certainly didn't call the authorities, so it doesn't matter. I mean, it matters, but it don't, because I'm talking about a, dec- a decade of change later. So, anyway. So, we will say, allegedly, I have no hard proof. Moving on. The point that I'm trying to make, or at least one of the many points I'm trying to make, is <sighs> sometimes, whether we mean to or not, we cross other people's boundaries. Sometimes so much that people don't want to say anything, they don't want to hurt your feelings, but then they blow up at you. That's where always having good communication on both sides come in. And sometimes you just need to say it directly, hopefully in a rude way, but directly, politely, lovingly even. Say, hey, this is bothering me, can you stop, or at least try not to do it, something you know, and I'm learning that the hard, how to learn that the hard way. I'm still working on boundaries on both sides. Trust me, I have an issue. I'm going to be honest, I have an issue on both sides. And I still need to work on that. So, there's that. I hope that made sense the way I said, said all that. I know I went a long way around it. But bottom line, the main idea here is communication, being honest with yourself first and foremost, because you live with you every day of the week. You don't necessarily live with everyone else, but you live with you. Honestly, respectfully, kindly, but directly tell someone, hey, you're doing this, I need you to stop. Thank you. Or at least don't do it in my presence. Listen, listen, here's the truth. And I'm learning this one very hard. You can't just really control what another person does. You really can't in most situations. Hell, even after a certain point, you can't control your children. Okay, maybe at two or three. Okay, so when they leave your care, especially when they get to be teenagers, it gets harder to control. And then do you really want to be able to control them? I don't know. You get the idea. I'm just saying, all you can do is just be honest, be direct, be consistent with nothing else. And go from there. And that's even more with adults. 
especially adults who aren't your children. And even adults with your, who are your children. So there's that. Anyway, I don't know if I have anything else to add that I haven't repeated a billion and ten times. I mean, there's always so much more with boundaries. Don't get me wrong. And hell, I can even tell you more stories on both sides where someone broke my boundaries or where I did with somebody else. For the most part, definitely not intentional. Definitely not. In most situations, not intentional. But, on both sides, well, at least for me, I can't speak for the other people who broke my boundaries. But at least when I did someone else, most of the time, it was never intentional. Quite the opposite. I'm trying to argue. You know, didn't know how to calm the hell down. <laughs> and, you know, me trying to be social and... Ooh, that could be another show. Anyway! 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 Okay, I'll give one more example. But I'll try and give the very condensed version. I'll try. recent breakup with this guy. I say breakup for lack of a better word, whatever the hell it really was. You know, you know he, he wanted to make it seem like he, you know, I mean, we're all poly, so that's not the problem, but the problem was, I did want to find places with one. I didn't need to upstage his fiance, I didn't need to take her place, ain't none of that, but I needed some definition. Why, you may ask? It was too up in the air for me. It was too wild. It was too... It was just too. And I needed something... I needed some sort of definition. because I didn't know what, what the thing was, really, if you really want me to get honest with you. And I needed a definition of some kind. I didn't need to take anyone's place. I didn't need to do any of that mess. But I needed something of my own. And I expressed that. But hey, shower, couch, it don't matter. But I, I could have probably picked a better place. Whatever. It's over and done with on that one. And he couldn't handle it, basically. It's him saying, him and his fiance are private people, blah, 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 blah. Right. But I still needed something. And obviously, after a few days, he couldn't have dealt with it. So he just ended it there, which, okay, I mean, it sucks, but fair enough. I needed some time to really express how I felt. So, on New Year's Day, I sent them the letter I wrote months ago. Saying, basically, I'll, I'll just give it a short answer. Basically, angry that the what I wish I could cuss you out. However, I also do wish you, I still want you to be happy. And so on and so forth. Now, that may sound a little schizophrenic, everybody. But what I was saying, I was trying to get my anger out while still expressing that in spite of how I felt, I want you to be happy. I want the best for you. I wish things were different. I wish X, Y, Z. And certain things I did that he always done before things happened that always bothered me that I never said to him before. Now, he wanted to get all... And the only reason why he wrote me back anyway is because I asked him about a TV show. you're that mad about it, why didn't you just write me back a few days later? This is what I'm talking about. I wrote him something important. Now, all of it in my in his defense wasn't all sweetness and light when I wrote him. But most of it was. In a sense of, 
yes, I was angry, but I still want you to be happy. Yeah, I wish things were different, but I still want the best for you. You know. Could I have said what I said better? Maybe. Maybe not. But I also realized I have to say even the bad parts. Now, he wasn't... I Now, I now I respect his boundaries in the sense of, okay, I respect that some of what I said was hurtful. I do understand that. But when he was saying I was twisting things emotionally, that was breaking the boundary in the sense of how am I twisting things emotionally and him saying, and you knew what it was mm, I don't think I did because how are you going to say if it was just supposed to be more casual how are you going to say you want to spend time with me and mm, and build a bond and build trust but yet I'm twisting things emotionally well in my mind, now again, everyone views things differently and that's great and that's fabulous but if I want something more casual with someone, I ain't trying to build a bond, build trust per se. Mutual respect, possibly. Common courtesy, definitely. Not treat you like trash, absolutely. But building a bond, building trust, that's not something I say for someone for a casual relationship, at least to me. Now, maybe I'm wrong. Everyone's different. That's cool. I'm not saying treat you like garbage just because you're a one-night stand. I'm not saying that. But still. When I think of bonds and trust, I think of something like that's something for a deeper something. Yeah, so yeah, that, that to me that's a problem. That's just a problem to me. But okay, I guess not. I guess not for him. So how can I twist things as someone said when he's facilitating those feelings? Anyway, I digress. So and he wanted me to look at it from his point of view, which is fair, but he really wasn't looking at it from mine, especially when he said, and this is cute too, that, well, I don't even know how to say it, because it's almost comical at this point. Sadly, it's comical. It's actually very sad, actually, now looking at it. A year later, it changed. When he said that, oh yeah, now you can look at it from my point of view, at least I didn't, I didn't lead you on and so on. That's what he said. And I, he said, I know I'm bothered, but at least he didn't lead me on. That's what, how he wanted me to look at it. Now, that would be fair if he didn't trivialize my feelings by saying bothered. Clearly, I was more than bothered. Okay? And leading on, led me on. Boop, boop. And then, of course, blocking me now, I'm fast-forwarding. On Fat Lafayette, keeping me on Facebook. It's like, really? That's what we're doing. Yeah, it's been one of those years for me, y'all. So that right there is breaking boundaries across the board. Now, I suppose some people could think I could have wrote the quote-unquote bad parts a little better. Maybe I could have. I don't know. But I also know I thought long and hard about that. So for better or worse, even if I could have said my part better, yeah, I kind of meant it. Now, of course I'm sorry that it hurt his feelings. Now that I am sorry about, but I'm not necessarily sorry for saying it. Again, there's a difference. But I also meant the good parts. Which, you know, again, 
I do want him to be happy. I am sad that things didn't work out. I am sad. You know, I wish things were different. I wish he could have gave me something. Yes, I was sad about that. I am still sad about it. And I think that's okay to say. I do think my letter, for the most part, was good. But it had some parts maybe that weren't the best. I guess. But they were balanced. And that's all I can say. And that's all I can do. Anyway. Most people don't think what I said really to him was that bad. I don't either. But I will at least respect his feelings on it. I just wish he would respect mine. Anyway. So, boundaries across the board, in conclusion, because I think I've rambled on enough as it is, is simple. Sometimes we do break other people's boundaries without realizing and certainly not maliciously. And other times we don't. Or rather, other times we have others doing that to us. And not always maliciously, sometimes not knowingly, and sometimes we always need to learn to communicate with each other. And again, sometimes being blunt. Of course, usually if you can be blunt and still be respectful, it is possible to be both, y'all. I'm still learning how to do that. I'm both so I can either I'm too much of a Pollyanna or I'm too erring a faith. I need to find a middle ground. Not go from one extreme to the other. But and not let men like what's this touch, which I won't say a thing, walk all over me, or anyone walk all over me. Or me not walk all over anyone else. Again. That's good boundaries. Being in balance. Not let not walking over anyone or not letting anyone walk over you is a good thing. Balance is key. That's what I'm trying to say. And communicating what is your boundaries and what is against and respecting what other people are coming from. And being direct. Like I said, being direct is not necessarily the easiest thing for some people, at least not for me. And going from there. And then sometimes, if nothing else, then if all that doesn't work, then maybe try being a little rude. Well, try not to be rude, but, you know, telling it how it is, and if it means you have to get a little angry about it, then so be it. Obviously, that should be the very, 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 very last resort. You get the idea. I hope. I'm sure you do. Y'all are very smart people. I know that. I can already tell. But, and sometimes, but really, most times, at least for me, I'll speak for myself on this, it's a balancing act. It really is. And a lot of trial and error until you get it right. <laughs> At least that's what it feels like for me. Some people get it a little bit better than me. So. Anyway. Alright, I think I talked enough. <laughs> I think I'm starting to repeat myself way more than I should. So we're done. For now. This is Witch Dread for the One Drunk Hope Podcast. May everyone be blessed. And thank you all for your support. And thank you all for listening. It means so much to me. Thank you. And have a blessed morning, night, or whatever you listen to this podcast on the show. Take care.